0: it's 4 a.m i'm running on my own excited energy because (laughs) i'm just so happy that you're talking to us he was like you're not having coffee i was like no i am buzzing right now have you been
1: have you have you woken up early or going are you going to bed late
0: i woke up at three
1: good for you that's the way to do it
0: I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends politely debate over pop music.
2: (laughs) Every episode, we come up with a new theme. Each of us will bring songs to the table, and we'll pick our five best songs from that
0: list. And at the end of each episode, one of us will surprise the other with the theme for the next episode. But this week, we have a
2: special topic and an extra special guest here to talk with us about pop power ballads is someone who is an amazing producer, music director for acts such as Kylie Minogue, Steps, Westlife, Leona Lewis, and more. He's also loved for his work in Brothers in Rhythm and the host of the incredible podcast, Such a Good Feeling. Welcome to the pod, Steve Anderson. Hi. Ooh, the crowd goes wild. Oh. Oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's so lovely to see you both. I was just saying before we went on, it's like watching my walk when I go out for a walk and I listen to podcasts. It's like it's watching it come to life in front of my very eyes. I feel like I've won a sort of behind the scenes (laughs) backstage pass to the podcast. It's so exciting.
2: That's insane to hear because when we started this, first off, we thought no one would listen. It was just an excuse for us to talk to each other about music. And then for someone of your talent and skill to listen it just blew our minds
1: yeah but you have to remember that, i mean that's very kind thank you but you also have to remember i'm i do have a podcast but i'm very new to it so like i listen to like your there's you know, yours and a few others to kind of learn how to kind of do it i mean mine's only been going just over well just sort of nearly a year now so um, yeah i think I'm always,
2: started around the same time even
1: yeah yeah it's such it was, a
0: great podcast too i enjoy listening to it so much
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was, I just wanted to, I just felt that there were some people that I wanted to hear interviews with that maybe weren't out there. And, you know, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But uh, I find it, yeah, it's really, really good fun. And I really enjoyed it. And I've had to kind of, I I kind of try and get as much uh, in the bag, so to speak, and get all the interviews in there before I start getting super busy again, which I am at the moment. Mm. But um But the comments are are wonderful. And I just love hearing stories of people that tell those kind of sliding doors moments when any like one tiny things happened and it totally changed their life.
2: So many of the interviews on Such a Good Feeling start with like, oh, yeah, one day I just begged to go to the studio and now I have this amazing career.
1: (laughs) It is that Or, or, or something where it's been a complete disaster and something has happened that's just oh no it's the worst thing in the world but then because it happened something else more mm-hmm. incredible happened and i think it's a nice life lesson for people especially people that are coming into the industry now um and really desperately you know wanting to kind of be successful and everything it's good to look back at these people and and say you know there was disappointments are are good because they very often lead to triumphs
2: right, right. that makes so much sense yeah well We wanted to tackle the topic of a pop power ballad, and we wanted to do it right. It's a huge topic. There's so many iconic people that I'm sure will come up today. But before we get to it, as the expert in the room, can you help us define what makes a power ballad?
1: Well, firstly I wouldn't say I'm the expert in the room having listened to your podcasts because you two are pretty much <laughs> music experts.
2: No, so, we it, like, just <laughs> BS and people believe us sometimes I that's mean, all that happens here. <laughs>
1: yeah you're I know how to. You're enthusiasts. You're <laughs> but you're the, the audience I mean I might know how to make records but the most important thing is you know how people react to it but I thought this was a it was a really tricky one for me because, Mm -hmm. I mean, a a power ballad could be just a ballad that's powerful. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like when people think of power ballads, it was it's very much that kind of 80s Diane Warren kind of feel. That's whatever, you know, kind of punch the air, you know, share on a ship, that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, But then I think for me, it's pretty much all about vocals. Um, mm. and just like incredible vocals and emotion um, and uh, yeah so that's why it was really tricky I've, I've changed my choices about 25 times already <laughs> and I may change them again
0: same
2: <laughs> the emotions is what I tried to latch onto for all of my picks like could this bring someone to tears or to pure joy or to just like insatiable love could this move someone is what I tried to go with in all of
1: mine yeah i agree with that what about you erin what was your sort of remit on this
0: i was thinking again like you said it's a lot to do with powerful vocals for me yeah and so that's what i went for ultimately in my top three a key change is a nice bonus a key (laughs) change is
1: always
2: a lovely bonus isn't it yeah
1: and and just you know power and there's usually some strings and i just think like Mm -hmm. To me, it's the song that someone just wants to sing into their hairbrush in a mirror and exactly. Or just or, or just sob through, you yes. know right. After a breakup, just uncontrollably listening to it, even though it's making you sad, <laughs> you still want to hear exactly. it And you still want to go and see the person in concert and just scream it at the top of your lung, lungs, massively out of tune
0: Definitely
2: Yeah, so many of these are insanely hard to sing, but everyone knows the lyrics and tries their best sing it
1: basically and that's what it's all about Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. and being a good earworm too like something that is memorable from the first or second time that you hear it you want to sing along every time yeah yeah
1: yeah definitely definitely so I'm really excited uh and curious to see what you've picked and if we if we double on anything I know you two occasionally do double
2: I, I brought a lot of backups because there are some huge names that I'm sure will come up. And so I just yeah. brought some that I can switch out if we need some variety. But That's Aaron and idea. I have been curious about what you're going to bring. So rip off the bandaid. Let's get into it. Let's talk about power ballads.
1: Well, my first choice, I wanted to start Obscure. What I love about your podcast is there's a lot of times that you'll kind of bring something that isn't necessarily like a mega hit, but it will introduce people to it. And yes. and I was also, we just had a conversation before we came on and, you know, I was trying to avoid too much of kind of 80s stuff because I think that's super easy. <laughs> and there were certain singers that I was immediately going to go to, but I've gone with one that isn't as well known, but to me is pretty much vocal and vocal the same quality as Celine Dion but she's not Celine Dion someone that has a resonance in her voice that equals kind of what Celine does and also is able to deliver that so the artist is a woman called Lara Fabian and this is you know her so there was an incredible album that she made and one of the songs the kind of only hit was a song called I Will Love Again But on that album, there was, yeah, yeah. So there was some amazing songs. There was a song called Broken Veil on there, but there was also a song called Adagio, which was kind of based around a piece of classical music. And it has, to me, the moment you said power ballad, this is the first one I thought of, because when she hits these choruses, it's got all the things you've said that you want as well. Uh, When she hits the chorus on this, it is just goosebumps and shivers all over. So my first choice is Lara Fabian and Adagio
2: Wow, I can definitely see why you would bring up Celine Dion talking about her voice. There is that same sort of effortless power to it that is so unique. Like I think at at any point in humanity, there are 10 people on the earth who can do this at the same time, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) If that. (laughs) If that, yeah. Wow, this is a perfect one to start with.
0: Yes, this song for me has the emotional side where it could move you to tears if you're just in the right mood, which is perfect. I love those.
1: And I think it was like the obvious one would be for me to choose would be All By Myself because it kind of has that same classic thing, classical thing. But this is obviously a classical piece of music that's been reimagined as a kind of ballad. So her last note is um, Beyond as well
0: and you're right jacob she does have that voice well like both of you said
1: yeah well this one if you're gonna if you need to skip then just skip to the last like minute because that's the the world explodes in the last minute (laughs)
2: yes (laughs) i think we owe it to everyone to splice in that last minute as well because (laughs) the way she holds that note is perfect That's a great one. That's a great one to write down when someone says what is a power ballad. To slide them that on the desk, I think, is a great
0: one. I just
1: wanted to bring something that probably not many people know to begin with, just to sort of shine a light on it. And it is from 2000, so.
0: Well, I can't let this moment go by without mentioning... I will love again, which is an incredible song and yes. I have to mention the steps version of course. Um, <laughs> you know Claire Richards, you have worked with her and yes. she has uh, one of my favorite female singing voices on earth. She just is a natural born true singer and then hearing it sung again by steps and they they put their own twist on on everything their own step sound and hearing that amazing song sung by claire richards mwah, it's perfect <laughs>
3: i
1: i completely agree with you she's one of my favorite singers as well and that was yeah it's so perfect we've just literally done her um, they headlined a big festival on friday right and and did that, but we also had so much fun in a couple of years ago when everyone was sort of in their houses. we did a a whole series of videos called Claryoke, which was <laughs> <laughs> Claire singing her favorite songs, like one every week. um so you so were we did, involved in that, yeah, that was I did yeah, not yeah. Know yeah yeah so basically when all the when everything happened you know i just phoned lots of my friends and said oh i've got nothing to do let's let's do some videos so i did some <laughs> stuff with her and with mark Fahili from westlife and luke evans and but Clara Oki was the one that ran and ran so we did quite a lot of these <laughs> there and she did things like river deep mountain high and all that kind of
2: stuff. oh wow
1: yeah but um yeah she's incredible and i'm glad you know that yeah that song because it's, I will love oh, it's such a cool song. I'm
2: a huge Steps fan. Erin's our pop deep cut specialist. That's what that's what she does. <laughs> and
1: it's kind of like a ballad with a beat as well, isn't it?
0: Yes. Yes. I, You're right. I, it's almost like a remix of a power ballad. Yeah. Which is perfect. That's right <laughs> up my alley. Okay. <laughs>
1: it's got that, isn't it? It's got that. Yes. Clenched, clen- yeah. Amazing.
2: Well, thank you for starting us off strong. That was you're a perfect example. Welcome i am going to take us back in time with my first pick because this is out of the range of what we normally talk about but i think if we people would riot in the streets if we had a power ballad episode and we didn't talk about bonnie tyler's total eclipse of the heart oh yes
1: So hang on, Jacob, when you said, oh, maybe we'll stick to like late 90s, noughties, and maybe not for the 80s, (laughs) it's just because you wanted to keep them all for yourself.
0: (laughs) Oh no, some things are just timeless. Go on. I guarantee what happened is he said that a few months ago, and then he's worried and thought and planned over his playlist since (laughs) then. (laughs) And said to himself in his head, like, no, no, we, this is a must. (laughs) It's a must. It's a requirement. I think
2: everyone listening will agree. We have to talk about this song for power ballads because it is one of the strongest, one of the most well-known. Almost every single karaoke place will have some drunk person yelling this into a microphone. For the whole seven minutes runtime that it has. Yeah. It is so theatrical, written and produced by Jim Steinman. Yeah. It's a classic. It's a pure classic.
1: It is a total classic and everything about it. And it's still, I mean, it it embodies everything that we said about the kind of singing into the hairbrush, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of drunk singing. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it is. it's, It's extraordinary. And again, her vocal on it is unbelievable as well.
2: I love the I don't know if I'm saying the right word for it, but there's this raspiness to it when she gets really yeah. powerful in her vocal that yeah. feels so good.
1: Yeah, it's kind of written just on the very edge of her vocal range at that time mm-hmm. in her life. That So when she really has to like the, always in the dark, those kind of lyrics up there, it's really that really where the rasp comes in
2: but i think that makes it yeah if she if she didn't have that it would just be too clean it's it's too clean to be on this track
1: well yeah and especially when she's singing like i really need you tonight it's like you actually you feel believe it. her. Yeah. yeah 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 good choice
0: i think you said it all you know this song much i'm listening to it to refresh myself i do know it of course <laughs> I am re-listening right now. But to obviously re-
1: you are both of a certain age. So this is kind of nineteen We're
0: mid-30s. and Yeah, this but still is... this is eighty,
1: early 80s. I think
0: okay, it just lives on. It's timeless, like, you know. Yeah. It's never died, has it?
1: it
2: no, I don't think this song will ever die. I don't know when I first heard it or how it got into my head. But it just, I, I don't know. It's just always been there. And it will always be there, this song.
1: It's interesting, isn't it? We're, we're talking at a time where, just to kind of go off topic a minute, but we're talking at a time where, you know, Kate Bush running up that hill is kind of number one everywhere again. Yes. Yes. And, and I just had this theory that people are actually starved of some of this stuff. Yes. And occasionally something will come up and they'll remember what, quali- what like, big time incredible quality is. And, yes. And, uh, you know, that that's how, that's what happens. And that's why so many people have playlists that come from, something that's out now to like an 80s song
0: and it's so great yeah
2: i think you're right people want this sort of it's not stripped back because it's such a big song but the sound with live instrumentals and different backing vocals and stuff feels so different than maybe the over electronic or over uh corrected stuff that comes out today which is great but it's a whole different mood.
1: But that's why The Greatest Showman works really well, because you're just finally giving people the thing that they, you know, they seem to be (laughs) old fashioned. And then everyone was like, oh, thank God, that's someone's actually doing that.
0: (laughs) And I agree. The new generation, like, for example, when you said Stranger Things, having the song running up that hill, and everyone's listening to it now. Isn't it so great that New Generations are discovering those classics also.
4: Yeah, totally. For
0: me, I did not know the song Running Up That Hill. So I am one of those people, one of the masses who heard it for the first time on the show, had to go and listen, found out it wasn't just me because it's like, it's trending right now. And what an amazing song. So it's great to have that time of discovering Mm -hmm. these older songs from the past generations and giving them a new life
1: yeah yeah and weirdly total eclipse was released before i don't even know what year it was was it 85? total eclipse
2: was 83
1: oh 83 so it was was around about the same time just before actually i think running up that hill was 85 mm. anyway i've digressed away from bonnie tyler and her fantastic no perm. we love it
0: <laughs> digress <laughs> all you want the perm
2: has its own <laughs> moment in this music video. The music video is, a, is an episode of itself. I mean, yes. It, yes. it's a piece of art that lives aside from the song. Sometimes, yes. But uh, yeah, that's the only one that I have that was eighties. So okay.
1: And of course, Bonnie is from is from Wales and uh, and is still performing today. Still out wow, there singing today. Really? Yeah, she does like orchestral shows and stuff.
2: Oh, nice. I love that when an artist could just go and sit at home and count their money, but they yeah. love the singing and performing so much.
1: They, well, remember, she also, out there. she also has holding out for a hero. So, you know.
0: Yes, yes. There's a,
1: Which is there's another some, classic. You know, right. Good choice. Right, right come Aaron?
0: Great choice. All three of my picks are modern. And the first song that I chose is Mariah Carey, We Belong Together.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: it does have a beat. I'm fine with that. It's more rhythmic than just being a straight up ballad. But I was going for vocals here. I was going for feeling the moment where you're not just listening to this song, but experiencing the emotions along with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this song. Beautiful song. <laughs> love
1: this song so much. <laughs> this is what, 2005, is it? Around about that yes. time? Yes. Cool. Great song.
2: When Mariah goes up in those notes, you just feel it.
0: For me, this pick is all about the vocals and that's what I was going for. But for all my picks, I like to have that personal touch, you know, Mm. maybe I'm not picking like the best of the best of the best always, but I always pick something that I have a special memory with or some kind of connection. And so 2005, Jacob and I were teenagers in 2005. And do you remember, Jacob? This song just took over. And we would be like at at a a dance or a party, and it would come on, and everyone there would be just screaming it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To be a
2: teenager when this song came out, your whole world was this song, basically.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: I think that's I think that's really interesting because I have that th- similar theory of the fact that between the age of maybe 13 and 16 that's when certain songs mean more than anything in the world yeah that's to true to because they hear you in fa- those
2: key moments yes
1: yeah. yeah like when you've fallen in love or when you've broken up or when something bad's happened and it's just like they become if you ever do play I do like yearly playlists like of the years and mm-hmm. the ones between you know when I was like 12 and 16 have got 200 songs on them because they're all so important so i think you're right erin that like for that time you can remember you can probably remember all the records that were played you know at, at those things
2: yes. and the lyrics yeah
1: yeah i think the thing with mariah is that i mean this is such a, a great song but you know it was there were so many of her kind of classic ballads that you could have gone for but i think it's cool i know gone for, no, i think to go this for is cool personal gone for touch yeah no i like it <laughs> I, like I have it. to be
0: true to myself,
1: and her vocals are, are still great. I mean, it's just on the Oh, song, absolutely! Just, even though it's a kind of more chilled thing, there's still all the Mariahisms that you could ever want in it.
2: Mm-hmm. She shows up for her check every single time.
1: She <laughs> does. It. So
0: there you go. That's my humble first pick. I'm doing my own thing. Humble, today. I Mariah Carey, do. humble. I know. Well, it's like you said so many songs i could have chosen but i went for the one with the go uh, for, with yeah the, the
1: hearts the ones that actually get you exactly that's what you need to go for
0: right so now it's your turn again
1: okay choice number two by the way if anybody ever does this show this is so hard to pick three
2: <laughs> don't tell them that they won't come on
1: <laughs> <laughs> three like <laughs> so I like I'm listening to the This Is Disco guys when they did like asking them to pick three Kylie songs it's like ah. um,
0: <laughs> you really have to just pull them out of a hat.
1: <laughs> well, I I kind of did a thing that I've done before when I've done some of these things, and I just went with gut feeling like the first three, and then I didn't think about it too much, mm-hmm. and so this was already always in there. It was always in there. Just again, vocals power slightly more obvious this time you will know it you will not listen need to listen to it on youtube um but just just strength power believability one of the best vocals ever recorded and it's by christian aguilera and it is the voice within
3: Yes. yes
2: I knew Christina was going to show up tonight.
1: Well, Beautiful was the obvious choice, but exactly. Voice Within has the key change that you wanted, Erin.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bonus points. I love this era of Christina. The
0: dark hair era.
1: The stripped era. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Because her voice can do it. Her voice just can carry any song to me.
1: She... Has it's just so funny with her because she's one of these people. It's very much like a lot of people that can sing like her. It's it's very rare that the material matches the voice, as in the material is as good as the voice is. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And lots of people fall down over this sometimes. But I feel like in this era, it was this is perfectly matched. The song and the voice are as quality as each other. Yes, and you've probably seen it murdered on so many talent shows as well. But it's like important. (laughs) It's important to remember.
2: Yeah, it's the person who sings in their shower, loves the acoustics there. They do this for their audition on a reality show, and it is not easy. And they're out there
1: singing, <laughs> trust the voice, in, voice within, and everyone's going, no, don't. No,
2: don't. no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe keep the voice within. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep it, yeah.
4: Maybe mute it.
0: <laughs> I have lost touch with this song over the years, and I'm being reminded of it now listening to it. I haven't heard it in so long, and it's such a great example of her voice as well. Great Christina choice.
2: One of my favorite things about power ballads is in this song where it just gives you a buildup the whole time. And then you're at that climax and you earned it because you you like <laughs> climbed the mountain, you know, and you earned it to be at that highest peak. It just feels so good when you're listening to these types of songs.
0: Yeah. You know, my Christina ballad is the song from Mulan. Reflection.
1: I, love <laughs> I just reflection. love that song. <laughs> you picked that before, though, haven't you? Have you picked we that before? We have the-
2: talked about that did. one before.
0: Yes, on the Disney episode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Such a great song. I did a I produced an album for an incredible singer called Marisha Wallace a couple of years ago, and we did a version of Reflection. Um, I'll send it to you. Nice, yeah, it's kind of like a gospel version, like gospel kind of soul version. I can't
0: wait to listen.
1: Such a great song.
2: I still cannot believe that that was her first song, Christina's. Was it? That was her first single. That hit. was her
0: first single. It was her first before single. Before she had her album, before "Gina yeah, In A Bottle. It was released before
2: wow. her album came out. I didn't and mean And to, to start that. your career with that yeah, must be intimidating every single day you wake up. Like, I don't know how <laughs> you do it.
0: I think when we were talking about the song on our podcast, we were marveling, like, how she just came up out of nowhere and got signed with Disney and then realizing, wait, she's from Disney. It's the Disney she Pop is Star Disney, yeah. Pipeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> still, it's incredible though for that to be your first single is on a Disney soundtrack. The theme song, but I digress. Yeah. I've gone. No, no. I, I, I have taken your Christina moment and I'm so sorry. <laughs> not,
1: a, not, not at all because that's a really good, but I think actually that's, I think it's relevant because I think, um, because she started with that by the time you got to this album she was prepared and ready and probably could do so much more i think a lot of with these a lot of the people that start as kids um when they're kind of growing up especially kind of the disney and some of those kind of tv shows they can just do all their prep when no one's really looking so when it comes to a Mm. point where it has to be where it really matters like this they can really really deliver and then there's that there's obviously that great story about beautiful where you know she sang the demo vocal and that's the demo demo vocal they wouldn't <laughs> linda perry yeah linda perry wouldn't let her change it that's why when you listen to the <laughs> listen to the beginning of beautiful you can hear the headphones spill on her on her mic because it's the I,
0: demo. I did not know that that is such a yeah. fun fact
1: whenever you listen to beautiful next time you can hear a little kind of click 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 and yeah. that was kind of in her headphones there was drums in it originally when there was a demo oh
2: right right right
1: and then she went back to try and re-record it re-record it re-record it and it just never had that magic she got in one it's turned into the christian aguilera podcast i know but anyway <laughs> that's fine she deserves as more it credit should.
2: this topic as it should wow beautiful pick i knew i knew x dina was gonna show up tonight she for had sure. to
1: for sure
0: okay jacob what other 80s ballad did you cheat we've, we've done the 80s He's
1: have done the 80s we know the eighties. It's already not an
2: eighties ballad, but it's another person that everyone expects to be here. So this is not a surprise to hear this song. Uh, Steve, you already kind of hinted at this person tonight. So oh, we'll good. Just I'm, get glad to ch- it. I'm
1: glad you. I'm glad. Well, it could be one of two actually. But go on.
2: <laughs> I want to talk about Celine Dion's Yes, it's all coming back to me now.
1: <gasps> yes. You're- is this just a Jim Steinman podcast?
2: That's what I was just about to say. I accidentally <laughs> picked Jim Steinman back to back. <laughs> I mean, listen, he does theatrics. He does what you want out of a power ballad, so.
1: He does. <laughs> It's a great choice.
0: This is the
2: perfect pick. Yeah. I really thought about which Celine pick to go with, and this was just the only one.
1: The only one? Wow.
2: At the end of the day, this was the one that I had to I had to bring. I had to have this one here.
0: I almost brought My Heart Will Go On.
1: And I almost I have bought... A- almost. I almost bought I Surrender. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: I just have a much bigger attachment to this song. I think... When I was growing up, my parents didn't play a ton of music in the house. They weren't like, we're doing something, so we're going to put on music, people. But my mom had this album, and (laughs) this would play, and I fell in love with her voice and her power, and just my whole life, I feel like I've known this song and grown up with this song. It's perfect. Another over seven minutes track. Mm because this could go on for 10 minutes and I wouldn't complain. It I just yeah. want it on loop. So, it's beautiful.
1: And I can tell you've had moments when you are literally performing it yourself. Oh, absolutely. And when it gets Today to the- I did it. And when it gets to the baby 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 bit, that's where it really kind of That's
2: the part. That's the part. That's always where I I flip my hair. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guessed it was your part.
2: Except when I'm performing it around the house, I replace it with my dog's name. So I say Darko 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 instead of baby baby baby.
1: I think you do that with a
0: lot of songs. At my
2: house we (laughs) remix every single song to include our dog
0: for some reason.
1: (laughs) Does the dog get confused by that? Or does the dog Oh he
0: loves it? He loves the attention. Well, yeah, he loves I the bet. attention. I bet.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's a great... It's I mean, look, Jim Steinman, Celine Dion, what more can you say, really? I know. It's double whammy.
2: The thing that really sells me, at the beginning of this song especially, is just that piano ding, with ding, just ding. how yeah. quietly it comes in, knowing, it, knowing this is going to be just the most powerful song ever. <laughs> the subtle piano, it's so good.
1: Dynamics. Yeah, absolutely. Dynamics. And also, you know, it could have an intro, like in the days where you're allowed an intro and you're allowed to be more than three minutes long.
2: (laughs) Well, this one, the runtime normally is seven minutes, 30 seconds, reduced to a five minutes, 32 second radio edit, which I feel like for nowadays, radio edit, that's still pretty long to me. Oh yeah, you
1: wouldn't get away with that.
2: (laughs) But But I guess because it had Celine on it, she could do it.
1: Yeah, but there's just too many rules. Like, we don't need these rules. Like, people can make their own choices. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they don't listen
2: to the song, they don't have to listen to the song.
1: Precisely. That's the cool (laughs) thing about streaming. You don't have to worry about it. It's just like, if it needs to be seven minutes, then let's be seven minutes. Like, go (laughs) tell Taylor Swift. Do you know what I
0: mean? Right. And speaking of Taylor Swift with her 10-minute version of Mm. a previous song, I kind of have been wondering if that would sort of start to turn the tide in music of artists being comfortable with leaning into the long versions Mm. when they put out a song, seeing as how popular the Taylor song was.
1: I think it will. I think if you've got a fan base, I think at the very beginning of someone's career, they have to kind of follow some rules to kind of get noticed. But when you've got a fan base... Especially now in
2: the TikTok era of music discovery, you need something short.
1: Yeah, but at the same point, I don't think an algorithm should be responsible for creativity.
2: Agree, agree, totally agree. And um,
1: (laughs) I think people are smarter than that. So, you know, I think that's fine for what it is. But, you know, if you Mm -hmm, want to create mm -hmm. an act that's going to last six months and be replaced straight away by another act, then that's cool. But if you want someone that's going to last 20 years it needs a bit more thought
2: totally agree if you want to be a classic like celine or bonnie yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta put in the work
1: yeah 100 exactly <laughs> but anyway amazing choice and you know no, nice tribute to mr steinman because he's not around <laughs> anymore so he'll appreciate that i can't Unexpected. wait for everyone to hear my
2: third and final steinman pick <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did once um i don't know if you've ever got come across take that before or if ever like oh yeah yeah yes it it never made it
2: to america but we know of
1: yeah i produced a record for them called never forget and jim steinman did a remix of it and um Mm, and i thought i'd made the most over the top record in the entire world and then jim's remix came back and i was like no i haven't actually said he said watch this yeah yeah watch this put a like choir boy on it and the queen we will rock you drums
2: (laughs) If, if people don't know steinman i mean he he's also known for his musical work right so from what I've read even on it's all coming back to me now he seems to have a very imaginative sense of inspiration for when it comes to the songs he said about this song that it was like weathering heights if Heathcliff dug up Catherine's body and danced with it in the moonlight I love that yeah right don't you get that from this song it makes perfect yeah. sense
1: yeah. I love that yeah. yeah no. Cool. All
2: right. Well, yeah. there's our there's our mandatory dose of Celine. All
1: right.
0: Mandatory. I agree. Is it my turn? Oh my god! It is back to the back to the super pop. <laughs> but before I get to my pick, I have to digress for a moment because Steve, you mentioned that back in the day when you were allowed to have songs that used that were longer they didn't have to be three minutes and they weren't confined by those rules it reminded me of i meant to open with this but we just jumped in but i have to have my fan moment because one of my favorite songs of all time is one of your works with kylie minogue it's called confide in me and that song is not three minutes thank goodness because there's so much goodness in it yeah
1: the the kind of what's called the master mix is 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 Long, and then we did a sort of radio edit from it, but um, it was yeah. I mean, that there's a, a lot of that's like an intro, like, I mean, the old days exactly. of intros, there's like about a minute and a but even before the strings come in, there's this set <laughs> setting because we always imagined it as track one on the album, so this it's like setting Perfect. the tone. So there's that kind of piano and the strings and all the kind of mad noises and stuff. And it was like heralding the new kind of era of Kylie. And then love the strings that. come in as a kind of fanfare to, for her to kind of walk into this new era.
0: love that.
1: Suppose you know the '90s, and because of where we were, we were in Trevor Horn's studio. We were able to do whatever we wanted. She was signed to a label called Deconstruction, who were pretty independent and were very happy to allow people to experiment. But the truth is, we never imagined for a second that that song would do. We would be the first single. We thought it was (laughs) way, way, way too left field to even like. We didn't even think it was going to be a single. We just thought it was going to open the album. So um, I'm I'm glad it was, not I'm really. Please that you like it as well thank you
0: oh more than like (laughs) okay okay i'm ready now i'm ready to give my song this is an unexpected pick i think so tony braxton is not who i'm picking
1: (laughs) i wonder if this is going to go okay go on
0: she has a family of sisters all of them can sing and i chose a song from the youngest braxton sister tamar she has a song called love and war and i love this song could have picked i i could have picked tony i know i know but i had to go for a song that just resonates with me
2: I have imagined you picking this song. I
0: told you, I told you, I went wild today. I brought wild cards. I was like, I can't compete with the two of you on the best ballads of all time. I'm going to just do me.
1: (laughs) I mean, I know this song, but I haven't heard it for such a long time. I had actually completely forgotten about it, but it's a great song.
2: Isn't it? This was a big moment for her when this album came out. I think people stopped just thinking of her as Tony's little sister when this album hit.
0: And her career didn't necessarily take off as much as it should have, especially after this lead single. But nonetheless, it's still a great song.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally
0: agree. But the vocals, the vocals. She they're all so talented.
2: Yeah, she is a Braxton through and through. They've got the vocals.
1: Yeah. And great lyric as well.
0: Exactly. So I was listening again to the songs before I chose each one. And you know what? When you really listen closely to the lyrics of this song... It's kind of toxic. It's kind of a toxic relationship because she's saying each time we explode, like each time the bombs drop, we're still together after. And I'm thinking a relationship shouldn't be like being in a war. Red flags. Red flags, girl. Red flags. (laughs) It shouldn't be like being in a war. Okay. So maybe this isn't the best example, maybe for young people who are aspiring to have a great relationship. Don't. Take this song as an example. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but listen to the vocals. Like that's oh, but yeah. listen to
0: the vocals. So that's my wild card pick again. One of the brackets. What a wild card. I chose not to go for Tony. I wanted to just be a rebel today. <laughs> wow and
1: That's a good one. And Tony, there's a lot to choose from for Tony as well.
0: Too many. I I give yeah. up. I said I'm going to go for and more.
1: <laughs> Great, but there no, you I love go. that go.
0: And now it's back to you. Well,
1: yeah, but I'm going to go and reinvestigate that album because I just remember the song, but I don't think I ever actually listened to the whole album. So
0: I think I didn't either. I think I just listened to the singles, which it, I, I'm not going to get into that. I'm, a, That's I'm like a singles you. person. That's not, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Are you wearing a Britney t-shirt by the way?
0: i am i, so. I okay. am <laughs> it's it's an homage to you thank and you because you are behind my favorite britney song which is Read oh, on wow. me. so oh, i had you. to put it on that's like that is just low-key one of her best songs
1: Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm. I'm insanely proud of that song and that moment, and and you adore her. Be. Absolutely <laughs> adore her. And and she she's kind of said it's been really sweet, and said that she's a real big fan of it as well, which is lovely. Great. Is it me again?
2: It is final picks.
1: Well, I'm going to stick. Can switch out if you. No, no, you I'm going like... to stick. I have decided okay. to stick. I have decided to stick. I. It would be kind of sort of similar to what Aaron said. Really, it would. It would be really obvious and would be totally fine for me to pick Whitney because Whitney's my favorite singer of all time. And, you know, if I were to do that, I would pick Run to You and everyone knows it and everyone knows the bodyguard. And listen, it's uh, Whitney's one of those people that I still can't really listen to without slightly tearing up because i just don't believe that she's gone so right
4: um
1: it's like her and george michael i just think they're just around somewhere having like an amazing time
4: and just (laughs) not telling
1: anyone like i i i I love that so i'm going to stick with kind of the remit which you set which was kind of to do with a time period and i loved that actually because it makes it easier for me so i'm going to go for a person that i think i've heard you pick a few times but it doubles up and it would have done with whitney as well because it doubles up with my um, favorite producer of all time, who was responsible for loads of these kind of songs, which is David Foster. Um, and David is someone that I studied or um, well not studied. I listened to, studied by listening to his records all, you mm-hmm. know, growing up and absolutely love it. And, um, and I just picked this song because I felt it's not a love song, but it is a power ballad and it's a really good message. And I feel like it's a really good message for now. So the singer is Brandy and the song yes. is one voice.
0: Yes! Yes. (laughs) Brought brandy. Thank you. Oh my God.
1: This has three key changes in it, (laughs) Erin.
2: Wow. I didn't even know that was legal. I love
0: this song so much. I love Brandy's voice. She has her own voice. Yes. That's completely hers.
1: Just silk, isn't it?
0: Yes. And completely recognizable.
1: Again, if you, if you need to sort of for time, you can squeeze through. But there's three key, about three key changes at the end. That's when the gospel choir shows up. That's the other thing. When a gospel choir shows up, you know you've got a power It's
2: power over. It. It's over. When the <laughs> choir is entered, it's over. I'm
1: someone that's never been known to sort of be very un- under the top. Like, so this... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever asked me to for under the top, so...
2: <laughs> I love this era of brandy was a huge influence on my music taste i feel i wore this album out Mm -hmm. and still go back to it today it's just beautiful
1: and again it starts off very like you don't expect what's going to come it starts off like a normal r&b ballad and you think oh this is going to be really sweet and then foster just brings in cranks it up (laughs) And Foster's just produced so many of the lots of the songs that we've spoken about, you know, for the Celine's mm-hmm. and The Witness and stuff. It's it, David's done so many of them. He was so good at that.
0: I'm literally listening and counting the key changes. <laughs> I know of this song. I definitely didn't know about the three key changes. So like, that has to be some sort of bonus here. Yeah. Like, do we get bonus points to this song? I think you have to do a key change Of the three
4: bonus. key changes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean technically it wasn't a massive single and it was on the same al- was it the same album as Have You Ever? I think it might be. I think have so. The same it was album. never Yeah, yeah. It was the one, never, yeah. Right, so Yeah, I I love like Brandy is in my top five female singers. Just just the tone is just so incredible. And um there's so many brand like people forget about Brandy sometimes and I I so that's why I bought, I would have bought Whitney for all the reasons that she's I adore her, but I thought no, <sighs> You're let's You're really bring some making Brandy. me question my last pick. <laughs> Oh, no. Listen, no. when you said I like could go 80s, it was, it was all, it, I nearly changed my mind, but no, I'm sticking.
2: I'm so glad you brought Brandy. And I'm feeling like a fool for not putting her on my list. Like, I feel like That's she fine. should have been on my list.
1: Well, I, Celine should have been on mine and, and you took, you bought Celine. <laughs> it's all good.
0: Is it just me or do people really forget that Brandy can sing because yes. so many of her songs do not show that?
1: Exactly. Well, it's yeah,
0: as in showing the power. Not that they don't show that she can sing. A lot of her
2: big singles are more like sort of R and B pop moments where she's just so cool, right? Slow
0: jams.
1: Yeah.
2: But then, if you get onto her album tracks, she does. She's running all over the place. She's hidden notes. She's belting. Mm -hmm. She has it all.
1: Yeah. It's again, it's down to that thing of the tracks limiting the vocal you know they're you know and so and because she sounds so good in that super smooth kind of place that's a good thing for it but yeah by the time you get to the end of this the runs and everything and and it's all it's all from it's massive like her voice is massive at the end of this yeah people forget she can do that
2: not here we don't forget that here (laughs) no
0: (laughs) we don't forget about brandy
1: No, I guess you didn't. When I, when I thought of this one, I thought this is probably going to be like on brand for this podcast. You're
2: playing the game. You're playing the <laughs> game that our podcast is because you're really appealing to us on a brandy level. And I think that's going to work out for you when we get to the debate section.
1: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh,
2: well, it's me next. I'm really wondering if I want to switch out something. Too late.
1: Don't. No, just go for it. Don't okay. let me sway you. Don't let me sway I didn't sway
2: well, it's, it's the fact that two people that I really want to show up have not shown up. And so I have to pick one of the two. Oh. And uh, so I, I'm just going to go with what I have in here. You okay. mentioned David Foster. He's about to come back up.
4: <laughs> cool.
2: <laughs> I want to talk about a Whitney Houston track, but it might not be the one you're thinking. It's from the Bodyguard soundtrack. It is I Have Nothing.
1: Oh. Oh,
3: right. nice. Very much love-
2: Because "I Will Always Love You" is so big, people forget how amazing "I Have Nothing" is. Overshadowed, yeah. I mean, it, giants overshadowing giants, basically. Like they're both, yeah, they're both incredible. This song is perfect to me. It is so dramatic. It has that build up, even from yes. the start. Just the dun dun, and then quiet. It's ah. Oh. So it's good. one of those
1: songs because yeah, I nearly I nearly bought Run to you because Run to you is the one that, that gets me. But the thing with I Have Nothing is it's one of those songs that again you hear butchered on so many talent shows. Yes. So I have in people. my notes
2: only Whitney can sing this. Like Correct. <laughs>
1: There's Correct. no there's, there's
2: no other way to sing this.
1: <laughs> no. But and what they do on the talent shows because they only do like one minute thirty, so they have to get to the key change really quickly. Mm. And then because it's a key change, even if the person that's singing isn't very good, people just applaud because they're so excited it's the key change.
2: Because <laughs> they know the origin they know the source.
1: Yeah. 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 But you're absolutely right. I think going back and listening to the original version of this, just listen to what she does. She is for me. I kind of prescribe Whitney to singers if they want to kind of learn how to sing. And and really this era, because it's not about runs. It's about believability. It's about strength. It's about emotion. It's not about how many notes you can hit and how fast you can hit them. It's honest.
2: It's that superpower where if you're just listening to her... I can tell when she's like smiling or upset or something in her voice somehow. I love it when singers can do that.
1: I love it too. And yeah, I think it it is, again, this song, it's really good to go back and listen to it. And yeah, I mean, David's arrangement is unbelievable.
2: Yeah, unbeatable. And it's another one of those songs where you earn the ending to me. Like, (laughs) you really do. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it's an unexpected key change as well it's a bit like you know it's like the my heart will go on key change you know you just when she goes oh me," and then she hits that note you know that wouldn't have been so in the original song good. yeah it had to be, i mean it really had to be in this episode let's be honest
2: had to be if we didn't have whitney in this episode i've always been a huge whitney fan I- i'm with you it's hard to believe that we still don't have her creating art anymore <laughs> But wow, did she leave us with some amazing songs? What a legacy.
1: Yeah, and also a really good example of, you know, David Foster's songwriting, because David and, Mm -hmm. you know, and also another good example of sometimes the singer isn't always the best person to write their own songs, because Whitney really never wrote any songs, really. Yeah. But this is David Foster and Linda Thompson, who also wrote The Prayer and, you know, incredible songs. And, um, Yeah, it's. I applaud this choice. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't switch.
0: Yeah, me too.
2: I am too. I am too. I I might uh, talk about the one I wanted to switch with in my honorable mentions, but... I'm
1: sure.
0: Whitney. Whitney had to be here.
1: She really did. Can I
0: say, you really left an impression on me when you introduced this song, and you said that it sometimes gets overshadowed by... Mm I Will Always Love You. And I've been thinking about that ever since you said it. That is so true because I, like, this song is such a huge classic. Sometimes we forget. At least I'm talking for myself here. Sometimes I forget about it. But as soon as I hit play, I was listening as we talked about it. And I was like, yes, I'm feeling (laughs) it. Like... It does get overlooked, doesn't it? It does. At least well, it's in my mind. the curse of
2: being too great. Uh, she had too many great songs on this
0: soundtrack. <laughs> That's the, the terrible curse of that. Amazing. So is it left up to me now? Is this the last, last song? Yes. Everyone
2: listening is waiting for their favorite artist to come up that we haven't mentioned. And it's all on your <laughs> shoulders. And if you don't pick the artist that they want, they're going to stop listening. <laughs> I
1: have to say okay, that. Okay, can so I? Have- I have- That's quite harsh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're friends.
0: (laughs) Can you tell we're friends? (laughs) Yeah. Um. (laughs)
1: I'm excited for what you're going to pick and no matter what it is.
0: Thank you. I have to say, as we've been recording, I've suddenly started to have regrets. Like, oh, I really like, it's like showing up to a costume party and you realize you're the only one in costume and everyone is bringing the grapes. And I'm bringing like, oh, this one Mariah song, which no one would consider her best like ballad (laughs) as far as power ballad. But I've Remembered that I did bring a strong song for my last pick. I have brought Adele for my last pick. And of all hers, I landed on Hello. So this is Hello by Adele.
2: I never heard
0: it. I don't know the song. What? You're not serious. Obviously joking.
2: Obviously joking. Okay. <laughs> I am a human being on this earth. I've I heard this say. song.
1: <laughs> but this has that as much as it starts. Very soft. This has the big chorus. Mm-hmm. I mean, the payout has, for
2: sure.
1: Yeah, beautiful, beautifully produced as well. I think this is. Um, yes, this is Greg Kirsten. Greg Kirsten produced this, so great. I
0: didn't let I didn't let you guys down on my last. No, pick. no, no.
1: You brought it down. That's great. No, but but you 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 will find that possibly most of your some of your favorite songs of all time have been produced by Greg Kirsten. It's amazing. I still feel like he's cloned because I still don't understand how Greg is able to do as much as he does. But
2: <laughs> not sleeping. He's just uploaded to an AI now, and yeah, producing.
0: yeah.
1: Such a great comeback song as well, though, wasn't it? Like this song when yes. it came out.
0: It is a great comeback song. She did it
2: just right. Adela's great at like slipping away and then coming back a few years later and be like, oh, here I'm gonna remind you why you guys love me. Here. Mm.
0: <laughs> and then just dropping off again. She has the luxury of doing that with her fame, is that she can sort of disappear. Uh-huh. Four, she does three, the album four, she does the news years. junkets
2: she does the music videos and then she disappears
1: but i think that's to do with and i've i mean i've heard her say this before is that she she takes a long time to write the songs that are important she probably writes a lot of not great songs like maybe 40 mm-hmm. or 50 and then picks the best so i think like three years to put an album together is fine like if you oh,
2: I that that's I love that, but
0: a lot of artists, you know. She doesn't have to stay in the media, like, doing TV shows, doing radio all the time. No, she
1: doesn't need to promote. She has the
0: luxury of disappearing back into the studio. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is
2: due to what you hear in this song, just her unique voice and power that she brings to it.
1: Yeah. And again, the darkness in the production as well, I think, is really Mm -hmm. like, you know, just simple piano beats, strings. It's classic. It feels like a this, you can listen to this in 30 years time and it won't feel dated.
0: So true. Exactly. It's and another great thing about this song is that anyone of any age loves this song. You know, young people, old people, anybody in between, mm-hmm. it just resonates with everyone because the year that this came out First of all, my mom loved it, which is a big deal because she doesn't listen to what's new and popular. She's always got her classics. But the fact that she was listening to this song by Ideal really impressed me. It's like, wow, mom, you're <laughs> listening to something modern. But at the same time, I was also teaching, I teach high school students and the kids were loving this song. They were singing it all the time. And I can remember sitting in class one day and we ended up listening to it. We obviously got, off topic in class, and we were like, Yeah, let's listen to Hello. <laughs> I love you and, being the cool
2: teacher of just putting in Adele CT in that class.
0: <laughs> I mean, we just listened to it for a second, okay? And then I went back to teaching, but I we ended up talking about what a great song it was, and I was like, You know what, guys? I really think that he will answer, like, he's gonna answer someday. And <laughs> one of the girls was like, Miss, she's called a thousand times. He's not going to answer. <laughs> He's not going to answer. A thousand and one and, is it though. Uh, and it re- it resonated with me and with her, the teenage girl, and with my mother. It's just a song for everyone. So I couldn't I couldn't leave this one out today. Perfect pick.
1: Yeah, really really good. Really good. And actually she is She is the one, one of the artists that is kind of able to still get away with what would be described as modern day power ballads, because Mm, a lot of the things that we imagine are power ballads will always have a date on them. They will always feel like the nineties or, you know, the eighties and stuff. But this is, again, this is a really good example of what I was saying earlier, which is people love this stuff. Like people still want it. You know, if you're going to, like Adele had that great quote when she came back um, last year and she said if everyone's making records for tiktok who's making records for me right and that's why she's making these records so these are power ballads like the whole of there's so much on the most recent album they are but they're just produced slightly differently but Mm -hmm. you know people love it that's why people adore adele that's why people want to go and see her live that's why she's have millions of records emotional connection
0: yeah and she sort of Claimed that space as her own. She said, yeah. "I'm going to do power ballads. This is what I do." Yeah, and does it flawlessly.
1: Yeah, and coming from kind of a street background originally, but still, you know, chasing pavements is still a power ballad. It might yeah. be a cool one, but it is a power ballad. <laughs> so I'm really glad you bought that because it kind of proves that the the, the 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 genre is not like dead. Like it's still very much alive and still very much appreciated.
0: Thank you. So true.
1: I feel like we've kind of done all the divas but um i'm sure there's a few that we missed out
0: i'm
2: sure there's a few people will tell us but before we talk about any one we missed and honorable mentions we have to get to the oh. dreaded debate section okay the beloved, debate the beloved section. i'm sorry the beloved <laughs> debate section
1: and this is what do we, what do we end up with five
2: 5 out of all of these songs. Oh. So the way we've normally gone about doing it is just taking turns and discussing what you think are automatic cuts
0: oh, or automatic tough. keeps. I, I like to start with keeps. Like I like to start with what do I like? Mhm.
1: So do we just we're just going to say one song each that's an absolute must?
2: Yeah, whatever the spirit calls you to do. <sighs>
0: it's not that rigid i'll start i'll start yeah go on then so these are all my favorites regardless of who picked it total eclipse of the heart um the voice within celine it's all coming back to me now hello by adele jacob you brought some i mean you really came in swinging this is my
2: this is my category like i will just casually listen to all of these i didn't bring anything that i never listened to
0: Wait a second. Didn't you choose this topic? Hold on. I think you <laughs> – isn't that cheating? <laughs> Did I game the system? Maybe. <laughs> I want to keep hello by Adele. I'm fine if my other two make it because there's just not room. There's just not room for my And that's And
2: that's the problem we have is that there's just not room.
1: Well, I, I feel like if we're talking about keeps, I feel like we – I would have to keep I Have Nothing just for all of the reasons that we've said. And um, that absolutely does that. I would also keep Hello because I think it's important to prove that it's still the genre. Like, it's still going. Mm -hmm. And I would fight for um, The Voice Within.
2: Uh, You're not fighting for Voice Within because I think we're both (laughs) on board with Voice Within. Am I...
0: Am I right, yes, Aaron? <laughs> I agree. I mean,
1: I'm I'm happy we to recu- recuse the other two on the basis that they're slightly less well known, but um.
0: But I mean, Brandy, though.
1: Yeah, Brandy. Yeah, and 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 actually, to be honest with you, I would probably. I think it's all coming back to me now, sort of. Hasta. I think that's that's got a, got something in this fight, doesn't it? I it's think so.
2: Arm. I mean, I I, I obviously, obviously it's my pick, but. I think when people start this episode of power ballads, they're thinking of all coming back to me now. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But then can you have a top five without Mariah? That's the thing.
0: Oh, well, see, I should have <laughs> done better. I should have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but I told it's not you, about I started better. to have
0: regrets.
1: <laughs> Listen, I was that close to bringing anytime I need a friend. Trust me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: You mentioned I Have Nothing by Whitney. Of course, I'm on board with keeping it. Aaron, how do you feel? I, want it. It to I the want it. I want it here. You want it? Yeah. Okay, that makes things easier.
1: Whitney and Celine feel like they they really belong.
2: How do you feel about that, Aaron? The Celine pick.
0: Fully agreed. To the yes, five. they must. Both of those picks must be on here.
2: We have one more spot. We've filled
1: up four spots. Well, maybe, maybe I mean, I don't know.
2: It's hard because we have Brandy, and then we also. I really loved that Laura Fabian pick. That's, I think, a. I'm not saying template in a bad way. It is a template of a power ballad of like this is a definition of a power ballad to me.
1: Well, I will leave that to as I bought it. I will leave that <laughs> to the host. But
2: Brandy's here, so it's hard for me to say no to Brandy
0: personally. Brandy,
1: Brandy, Brandy feels like on brand for your show. <laughs>
0: Right. What are you thinking, Erin? You know, I'm coming to that challenge that we often face when one of the songs on here is a song that I heard for the first time today, and that's Mm -hmm. Adagio. Mm -hmm. So it's harder to vote for a song when you've only heard it one time, and that's the problem I'm facing here. Whereas One Voice by Brandy, I know Brandy, I know the song. So it's yeah. easier are these the two that we're we're picking from? That's my
2: those are my two that I'm debating between uh so if you have a different two, speak up, but I'm really leaning toward Brandy.
1: Brandy has a nice message Blake for now and by the way, and I love the the Tamar Braxtons I mean I love the reminder of that as well. I really think that was a great reminder, but I think Brandy feels. I don't know maybe I'm just being uh, did, I listened to it again this morning for the first time in a long time And obviously you guys probably haven't heard it as much But I just got Total goosebumps by the time And also by the way three key changes Just oh, saying.
0: I think that's what's going to send me Over the edge here is Brandy Belongs on this list Yes mm. okay, absolutely sounds like, sounds like we have our top five
1: Amazing God this is fun I, 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 I understand Why you do this now <laughs>
2: Well, we're only halfway done with the hard part because now we have to put them
0: in order. Oh, no. <laughs> I have some ideas as far as order. I definitely think I have nothing. It's all coming back to me now. And hello. Well, let me let me put it like this. Selena and Whitney need to be at the top. Agreed. Top
2: two status
1: between yeah. them. I
0: agree. Okay, let's
2: do that. We'll fight for one here in a second, but we can do yeah. that.
1: Any other obvious placements
2: for anyone? I don't know. I feel like
1: three, four, and five are all kind of in the same world. Right. If they're
0: not top two, they're...
1: Yeah, yeah. They're sort of like, they're tied as a...
0: Okay. Well, we don't. We want to, we want to compete. We want each one to fight for its place.
1: (laughs) So so just remind me, what are three, four, and five then?
0: We have, uh, from our top
2: five total that we have, we have, it's all coming back to me now, Celine. We mm. have I Have Nothing by Whitney
1: Well that's one and two either Those way. are one and yeah. two that
2: we've said Three, four, and five The options are One Voice by Brandy The Voice Within by Christina Aguilera oh. And Hello by Adele
1: Okay Well I, I would argue Christina fits in the top three
2: I was gonna say swap Brandy and Christina And you have my top
0: five Yeah, yeah hold on
4: <laughs> oh, Hang on <laughs>
0: You just threw my song into the bottom so quickly.
1: <laughs> I I would I would probably go the other way. I would I just feel I would put Adele at 4 and I would put and Brandy, Brandy at, at five. 5 just cuz I feel like th- like the top 3 being Whitney, Celine, Christina that feels Oh, that's a, that's but maybe a I'm voting iconic, on singers. Too. Maybe I'm doing it on singers, and maybe I'm well, doing it I mean, too much in the past as well. I maybe think we these to...
2: songs carry that as well. Erin, how do you feel about that?
0: I'm good with that.
1: Okay, I don't know my if you one are. song.
0: <laughs> I am. I, hey, this is my one song. I don't want my one pick to be at the bottom. <laughs> no, I don't should. think it should be.
1: I don't think it should be.
0: Okay, well, I, uh,
2: let's say we got we have three, four, and five settled. We'll read them in a bit. One and two, we've got a we've got a figure out between selena Celine Celine whitney. whitney who takes the top spot
1: the thing is unfortunately that's really easy for me because whitney houston is my favorite singer of all time and david foster's my favorite producer of all time so therefore i cast my vote over to you
0: <laughs> i just think that you are our guest of honor and no no don't you- don't like <laughs> Don't listen to We have We're never Aaron, we have never pulled punches for our do guests. Do not
1: pull like <laughs> fight. Fight fight fight.
0: But I didn't get to finish. I think you're our guest of honor, but this is still our show, so I still have to Ah, <laughs> that's
1: what I want. <laughs> this is what I came for.
0: Now I'm winning more Celine, as far as just song, you know what, though, Jacob, if you had brought... Why is my head blanking?
2: I Will Always Love You, or... Thank
0: you. If you had brought that, I think that particular song could have trumped It's All Coming Back to Me Now, but I think it's as far... Oh, but now I. that's not true, <laughs> because as far as what would I sing in the shower, it would be Whitney.
2: They're both my songs... Personally, I would put Whitney above, but it's kind of up to you if you agree with that.
0: Okay, I agree. Yep, I agree.
2: We have our top two?
0: I think Whitney belongs at number one. Come on. It's a Whitney. Come
2: on. Okay, we did it. We have our top five. Is it time? It's time, Erin. Do the honors.
0: Okay, well, we did it. Our top five pop power ballads are... Number five, One Voice by Brandy. Number four, Hello by Adele. Number three, The Voice Within by Christina Aguilera. Number two, It's All Coming Back to Me Now by Celine Dion. And our number one pop power ballad is I Have Nothing by Whitney. Yay! Yes! Away from me.
1: That is a good list
2: that's a great list right (laughs) i feel like you covered a lot of different types of this power ballad spectrum
1: Mm. well done everyone
2: well steve do you have do you have time to do a couple just one image in each
1: one okay
2: think
0: we can let him bring more than one, Jacob.
2: Yeah, if you have more than one and you have the time, we have all the time in the world for you. So
1: some of mine would have been just different songs by artists we've already bought. <laughs> you know, right. and they would have been earlier. So for instance, I I was at the very, very first showcase that Mariah ever did around Vision of Love, and Vision of Love itself just mm. was very close to coming to
3: this. It. To me I had a reason, a love and it was all
4: that you turned out to
1: be. I've thought one that would be very on brand for your podcast, which is unexpected, and I wasn't gonna bring it because of the calibre, but I have to say, I Want to Love You Forever by Jessica Simpson. <gasps> yeah.
0: What do you mean, Pig? Yes, I never would have thought of that song, but you're so I've right.
1: so it's kind of the same producers that did a lot of that um that big power ballad stuff i think it was like they did anastasia and things like that the third one i mean there was loads of celine's that i could have picked and the third one was um wasn't really a power ballad but i what i feel like it's a power ballad and it's a song called you won't see me cry by wilson phillips
3: you won't see
2: You know don't know it i only know, know I one doubt. wilson phillips song that yeah. everyone hold knows. on yeah
1: <laughs> yeah well that's why I, it wasn't wasn't quite there how about yours Have you got any others on your list that didn't quite make it
2: the one that i almost picked for four i was gonna do unbreak my heart by tony braxton ah <laughs> I love Toni Braxton. She's one of my top five, maybe top three artists that I could mm. just listen to her whole discography, love every moment of it. Unbreak My Heart, it's a smoother power ballad. It doesn't ramp right. up maybe as much as some of the other picks, especially the ones that made it in the top five, but there's still something amazing about it.
1: Mm. Yes, yeah, and, and probably one of the best songs Diane Warren's ever written as well. It's just... Oh, and when it first came yes. out, like everybody just w- was said, How has no one thought of saying that before? Like, right. in a song. I
2: think I read <laughs> she just, it was just a phrase like, Yeah, don't my break heart. my yeah. heart, unbreak That's, my heart. Yeah, no one said that before. Here, let me do this. And a key change and... <laughs>
1: lift into every chorus, by the way. Brilliant. So the verse changes, so you have a key change.
2: Another David Foster production. Yeah. But one that I really want to talk about that I forgot about in- until I was looking. Up songs for inspiration that time that Reba McIntyre and Kelly Clarkson sang because wow. of wow
0: oh nice yeah. What a
1: kick! Now, do you know, I, I thought, I felt that one of you would bring that song anyway. Well,
2: I, wow. I came to this because I kept thinking of Because of You. And in the back of my head, I was like, hold on. There is a better version of this that has Reba in it. And any chance to bring Reba, I, I want to take.
1: Mm. And it's just an amazing
2: well. song. Great duet. They're great together. Their voices are so good together. I love it.
1: mm Good choice. That is
0: a really great pick. What about you, Erin? Yes, I really wanted to bring Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. Mm. Yeah. I could have this totally wrong and tell me if I have this wrong, but I don't, for me, I don't think of Alicia Keys as power ballads. I think of a lot of other things, but maybe not a power ballad. Uh for me, this song is really a great example of what a great vocalist she is. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, checks some boxes of great power ballads for me. And there are many different versions she put out, you know, like a more low-key version. She put out a version with Nicki Minaj. There's, and each one of them is so great. So I love Girl on Fire. That's a great one.
1: Really good one. It's just so powerful as well.
0: And memorable, I think. It's sort of kind yeah. of never let go for me <laughs> since I first heard it.
1: We just had a, a big kind of queen jubilee thing over here and she performed it mm-hmm. at that in front of buckingham no palace way. yeah
2: oh i hadn't seen with, that
1: yeah with all the kind of fire projections onto 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 buckingham palace it was amazing
0: wow and see i didn't even pick that on purpose look at how yeah. timely <laughs> yeah. <literally> and just <laughs> happened i am on saturday
1: yeah i'm actually amazed that none of us bought listen as well
0: i had that on my on my <laughs> list i did almost brought it i think
1: we're good i think choice. i think the five there's the right choice i think
0: i'm glad i'm glad you are happy
2: with the five that we (laughs) came to i am i think they're great
1: it's a good category as well but uh, now it's good choices
2: well somehow we did it somehow we picked the only five power ballads in the world that everyone needs to listen to to start out, and then they can go on their journey to the other power ballads. Yeah, <laughs> that brings us to the end, Steve. We cannot thank you enough for literally making our dreams come true and joining us on this no episode.
0: <laughs> I I tried to like keep it low key how much of an idol you are. You are a music icon. (laughs) This is a a major moment for me. And the fact that you listen to us, speak to us, it's like, just pinch me.
1: (laughs) Well, Well, that's really kind. But I mean, you know, you're music lovers. You can tell from listening to your podcast that, you know, you really care. I mean, you fight for songs, you know, you, you, care and you're I think being able to make records is one thing but one of the kind of curses of being able to make records is whenever I listen to a record I know I kind of look under the hood I know how it's done Mm. so you know you have that gift of hearing something without really knowing how it's done and you just get to hear it and experience it and someone like me doesn't have that so I feel like (laughs) it's really I love. that's why I love listening to you to talk and how passionately you talk about songs because you're getting something different from it than made, than someone who actually makes the records ever would so and as i said it's like getting a backstage pass to your podcast so it's i'm the lucky access.
2: one anytime you want to come oh. backstage that's
0: fine <laughs> exactly <laughs> well
2: thank you so much for joining us no listen it was wonderful do you have any place that people can reach out to you obviously they need to go and listen to your podcast such a good feeling
1: yeah i'm usually mr steve anderson in most places like instagram and twitter and stuff and um so yeah most of the stuff there and then such a good feeling podcast is 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 kind of on all the streaming stuff and yeah it's just talking to amazing guests about how they got the, the tiny moments in their life that kind of changed them going from singers to producers to writers and uh and and also people that have, like, I've just been interviewing uh, a few new artists as well, or artists that are just mm-hmm. starting, and that's quite interesting talking to them. So, uh, but yeah, that that's where I am. So if anyone wants to come and find me, I've got a summer of shows with most of the acts that I work with, so... You know Westlife and Steps and all of your favorites, Erin. Your Steps, yes. I know your Steps fan. Yeah. See, you should come on, get on a flight, come over, see Summer of I Steps. Wish. We just uh. we opened on Friday night. We did a big festival on Friday night. Ninety minutes of bangers and hits, and it uh, was huge. It was, I, I was wish so proud I could. of them. Every Steps hit was performed, every single one.
2: Oh.
1: And I and I'm I kind envious. of yeah, I kind of reworked them and kind of bring them up to date and stuff like that. I was so proud of them. They smashed it. So one day you can come and see them
2: I will (laughs) thank you so much and uh, we hope everyone had a great time listening sorry if we didn't pick your power ballad diva of choice but you can let us know in the comments
1: afterwards yeah please do
0: bye everyone Bye. thank you so much bye
2: oh we didn't even do our socials whatever they know who we are they know (laughs)
1: that was fun